Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight. It is your first horror movie news episode of October 2020. It is the Octoberthon. We are here to say hello, celebrate, and inform you on news like we do every week. What's well, funny actually, cause obviously I'm Peter, that's Tim. This is a horror movie podcast and this is our news edition specifically uh, that we do most weeks. What's funny is that last year during the Octoberthon we kind of started doing this on its own. And that was kind of like what ended up becoming the regular, just the news as a separate show thing. Uh, last year it was kind of like a special thing, <laughs> whereas this year it's just business as usual. Uh, that is funny. Yeah. Okay. First up, <laughs> hey Tim, do you want to pay for a new streaming service? <laughs> I don't think I pay for any of the ones I have now. <laughs> <laughs> don't admit to that on a show, Timmy. Uh, well, no, I just uh, like everything is uh, like either my brother's account or my mom's account. Or... <laughs> I pay for. Uh, I actually I do pay for Shutter. That's uh, the one place that always gets my money. It's the only place that's worth it. Well, this one might seem worth it, okay. honestly, for you, because Arrow Video are launching a streaming service. Oh, okay. I think I heard about this. Yeah. Uh, so it's US and Canada uh, only for now, mm-hmm. which is funny because that was actually a UK-based company. Um, mm-hmm. Although that said, they technically have a streaming service in the sense that they have an, uh, like a, an Amazon channel, which mm-hmm. kind of functions as one. But okay. they're uh, officially launching a streaming service. On October 1st, this happened. Uh, so then they've got a library of movies here, some of which you kind of expect, some of which are maybe you know kind of surprising. But, yeah, so, so they've got a whole bunch of movies coming uh, with this. Uh, I'm trying to see if it gives me a price. I assume you can go check what the price is now, given that it's uh, uh, this thing. Oh, here we go. Uh, you can get a 30-day free trial, which seems quite good oh. for October, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want to just dive in sure. for that. Uh, but it's 4 99 a month or 49 annual. Uh, a UK mm-hmm. rollout is planned in 2021. So it's interesting that the US gets it first, given that Arrow is a UK company. But, mm-hmm. hey... I guess the stars aligned for the rights of things and yeah, whatever. So, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, th- th- that's interesting. Um, because I, I mean, you, you gotta assume that the stuff they're going to have is probably the stuff they have, you know, Blu-rays and DVDs of, you know, um, or I don't know, does Arrow make DVDs? I've only ever bought Blu-rays from them, but um, oh, they used to at least. I mean, a, a lot of the, the yeah. releases I have have a DVD in the box as well. They do yeah, a lot yeah. of dual format stuff. Uh, so yeah, it's kind of weird because you imagine that the streaming service will probably be those titles, but the the thing is, whenever they do have like a good title I want to watch, I kind of rather would buy the Blu-ray. I think so. <laughs> I don't know. It's a little strange. I mean, it's a, it's a great price point though. It's I mean, yeah, the price is good. I think one of the things to look at here is that sometimes their discs might go out of print, but they still have licensing sure. rates for digital streaming. Or sometimes they'll oh, okay. get digital rates for something that because it's cheaper than getting the physical rates. So they'll, they'll have it on their service, but not on a disc. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I think this is what's interesting here is that you'll probably get a lot of movies that have been on Shudder before. And this is going to be yeah. kind of your... You know, back back, back in the 90s when you had two movie channels and they'd, they'd kind of be swapping movies a little bit. But... Uh, I can actually tell you what the the library is. Uh, I'll quickly rhyme these off. Uh, the day one library. They've got it into sections. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've got Arrow October, right? Mm-hmm. Which is The Deeper You Dig, The Hatred, The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Crumbs, Cold Light of Day, Video Man, The Herschel Gordon Lewis Feast, right? And then mm-hmm. they've got various sections here. They've got one that's Edgar Wright Selects, 
which is basically him picking a bunch of Arrow movies, which I, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know how they, they wrangled us, but that includes Addiction, <laughs> Blood and Black Lace, Death Walks at Midnight, Death Walks in High Heels, Deep Red, Don't Torture a Duckling, Hellraiser, Henry George Clouseau's Inferno. Oh, I like that director. Uh, Lee Plaisir, uh, Psychomania, Reanimator, Ringu, Schlock, The Cat on Nine Tails, The Crazies, The Fifth Card, The Forbidden, Photos of Lady Above Suspicion. <laughs> That's the stuff, Torso. What have you done to Solange? Uh, I've seen some of those. Uh, and then you've got Tooled Up, which is says Power Tools and Blood Splatters. Just call it a slasher mm-hmm. section. Why why'd you have to come up with some fancy title? Uh Texas Chainsaw Massacre, that was in the other one as well. Uh Microwave Massacre, The Driller Killer, Edge of the Axe, Blood Rage. Oh, that's a that's a quality film, that Blood Rage is a great movie. <laughs> uh The Wizard of Gore. Oh, that sounds good. I've not seen it, but it sounds good. Mm-hmm. Doom Asylum, Why Don't You Just Die? The Mutilator, The Gore Gore Girls, White Fire, and Auditions there again. And I've got Midnight Movies, which includes Video Man, Tetsuo the Iron Man, The Cold Light of Day, Crumbs, Dumbest at Dawn. Sorry, no, sorry. Deadbeat at Dawn. Why did I get Dumbest from? Uh, La Grand Buffet, Evil Ed, Story of Sin, Sister Street Fighter, Ivan Six... I don't even know what the title's supposed to be. The Swinging Cheerleaders, Warning from Space, Inferno of Torture, The Baby, Vampires, and The Coming of Sin. So, um, there's a couple of overlap in some of those sections. I mean, it's not a huge library, Mm -hmm. but it's... I mean... If you're, if, I mean, given that it's just starting, if you've not seen at least half of those for five dollars, mm-hmm. it's not too bad. <laughs> yeah, no, totally. <clears throat> um, yeah, that, that's you know definitely a lot of stuff in there. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I could see myself like dipping in and out of this, like maybe, um, yeah, like you said, especially for October, it's you know pretty good, and you can kind of check some stuff off that you might have not seen before, or maybe haven't seen in a while, and then like. Yeah, I can see myself maybe dipping in and out. Like if there's a month where I'm like, oh, yeah, I'd like to check that out. And, you know, it's like, you know, if you have something that it's like, well, this will cost five dollars to rent on its own or I can you know, pay for a month of this and then watch this and maybe a few other things like I mean, we'll we'll do that. We'll have to see what sort of uh, quality it is, because what one of the things again, Mm -hmm. Shudder, is that it's still only 720p. So there's actually Mm -hmm. a lot of room for this to be a higher quality service. So Mm -hmm. that could be a benefit of it. And I think maybe what will be interesting is in a year or two's time, if this is successful and it keeps growing, do they start getting like exclusives like Shudder? Because Shudder has a lot of foreign movies and yeah. stuff that are exclusive to the service. Do, mm-hmm. Does Arrow start doing that as well? Does it really become a good, like, you know, maybe the competition's good for us because we'll have two, I mean, because they're both mm-hmm. relatively cheap services. Like Shudder's only what? like The same price it's, or maybe a little bit more? I, I think it was like five bucks a month for a long time. Uh, I think they might have just raised it to like six ninety nine. Or five ninety nine recently, or maybe it was five ninety nine. They raised it to six ninety nine. Like, um, they did raise it a, a bit, like in the last couple of months. But I think it's still it's still super cheap. And um, again, they keep getting more and more stuff and a lot of original content, so it's worth it. And um, I, I do like these video services where it does actually feel curated versus yeah, like maybe not know, Netflix and Hulu is just like <laughs> throwing everything in there, just whatever. I would say it's maybe not curated in terms of quality because there is definitely crap that goes on to Shudder. Sure. <laughs> but it, yeah. at least in a sense, I do like the idea that if it, it appeals to your taste. Like, okay, you like horror movies, so you get the horror streaming mm. service. I think the problem with like Amazon and Netflix that sometimes is that people expect it to be a catch-all of everything and then get mm. mad in October why there's not enough horror movies. I'm like, yeah, but there's like two or three horror services now. You could you get one of them yeah. and you're good <laughs> for the month. Like, um, totally. I, I do like it being a bit more focused. Uh, I'd love a sci-fi. Mm streaming service quite frankly uh yeah i'm surprised maybe, maybe, there isn't one 
Maybe even something they can bundle. Like, let's say AMC do one. Like, something you could maybe get as a package with Shudder. You know, kind of mm-hmm. like the old movie channel days. Where like, hey, I'll, get, I'll take the horror yeah. and the sci-fi uh, yeah. package, that, whatever. <laughs> yeah, that definitely makes sense. Uh, the other thing, it's like, um, uh, kind of like a small thing, but like, sometimes uh, with these things, it does depend on how you can watch it too. Like, if it's something that's only on your computer, mm. I don't like... I, I don't watch stuff. Sh- I, I just Sh- have like a Shutter, small laptop, you know. Yeah, yeah Shutter had a had a period, but that was a problem. Uh, you know, Shutter yeah. took a while before it got into, it, and it's still not on the PlayStation. You have to use a either a Fire Stick or a Roku, or yeah. uh, it is on the Xbox, I think now, but not PlayStation. The yeah, Xbox, it's on. Uh, they they said they were gonna you know come on PlayStation, but I don't know whatever happened because like, it was like a year or two ago. Like I tweeted at them like saying like. Hey, what what's up with the why is it on PlayStation? They said they were working on it, and then like it's one of those weird tweets where like every couple of months I'll get like someone will respond to it like a year later or whatever. Like someone will be like, hey, like w- w- what's going on with this? Why isn't this here yet? Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, um, I I don't know what what the deal is, but I, I I'm lucky now that I have a um I have an Apple TV which uh, it's on there. So uh, yeah. thank God because yeah, I would not want to. I have to always watch on my computer. Yeah, I don't have a, an Apple TV. <laughs> I like the idea of an Apple TV because apparently the streaming quality is the best of all the, the various like mm. rental places. But uh, this is coming to iOS and TVOS, which is Apple TV, uh, Android okay. devices, Fire TV, Roku, uh, and obviously web browsers. So it's not coming to the console straight away, but it's coming to all the main like streaming sticks and boxes that you, you can get. Okay. So, uh, you know. Uh, and Android's a good one because a lot of like smart TVs run on Android, so it means that they'll just get it. Mm. Uh, you can just search for it and get it that way. But uh, so it's a decent coverage. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll see. Uh, a month free trial's not bad though. Um, oh no, totally yeah. Because uh, Shudder, I'm pretty sure with Shudder, <laughs> uh, you get one. It's like a, either a week or maybe 14 days you get free. Yeah, Shudder's always been pretty generous. Uh, I mean, again, I've had it for so long now, but I remember when it first came out. I think. I had it for a bit, and then after like a month or two, I kind of uh, got off of it. And they <laughs> were very nice, and they were like, "Hey, no, if, if you want to stay, like, uh, we'll give you like a month long <laughs> trial if you want to <laughs> keep at it." So I was like, "Oh, yeah, sure." And, uh, yeah, I've definitely had a few free months off of Shudder when I've tried to leave, and they're like, "Hey, <laughs> stick around." They're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's play. still like that because I think it was like early on when they were just starting mm. out and probably a bit more desperate. I think they, yeah, have a, a like. A little more cachet now. Uh, hey, but... I, I would happily pay a couple extra dollars per month if it meant bumping up to at least 1080p with a higher bit rate. Like, mm-hmm. I totally would. Uh, I'm all about the quality. <laughs> uh, but it is nice to have these b- bouquets of movies to try out that are specific to the genre. Uh, it doesn't solve the yeah. issue of wanting to watch a specific movie that just happens to be nowhere at any given time, which is why I think making sure things are available for rental or physical media are still really important because mm-hmm. things are always going to like shift in and out of these services. But hey, maybe maybe Arrow will start having exclusives that will be permanent. But we'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, but no, it's interesting. It's interesting. All the boutique labels are starting because you know Criterion has a streaming service. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're seeing them shift to like have this as well as their physical media that they're putting out, and uh, it really does feel like things are changing. Where you know, even if I don't want to buy this anymore, I can still experience Arrow's <laughs> offerings to an extent via yeah. this potentially. So. Uh, I definitely see it as something I'll dip in and out of as well. Um, uh, and I don't know if I need it for this October. Um, there's enough on Shudder I've not seen yet that I don't think I'll probably need it, but uh, I don't know, maybe I'll be tempted. 
Yeah, just just going by the the list of stuff that you rattled off, um, I think most of it I've either seen or already owned. Um, I think there's a handful. Uh, there's probably a good like ten or twelve things in there that I would want to watch that I've not seen yet. That would would, would more than justify the five dollars, but yeah. Uh, what will I have time to get to it on top of everything that I've still not watched from Shudder? Probably not. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. If I was yeah. like really like hard up for stuff to watch, maybe but I think I'm pretty good. Yeah, competition is good though. As much as it's you know a pain, mm-hmm. possibly having an extra service, competition is good. So uh, here's yeah. some bad news though. Uh, Terrifier Two has been delayed. Oh yeah, yeah. Because of the pandemic uh, <coughs> related issues that's happened. It was maybe coming out just in time for Halloween. We were kind of looking forward to it, of course, because mm-hmm. uh, we liked the first one a lot. But uh, on this week, the official Facebook page, the director, Damien Leon, provided an update. And because of production setbacks, because of the, the thing is, they're going to tr- they're, the new goal is to have it completed by early 2021. So whether or not they want to hold it off until next October if it's still set at Halloween, because they want to have it tie into the season, yeah. or do they put it out in spring... We'll wait and see. We don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean it's tough. Obviously, you know, don't need no need to rush it if uh you know, uh, see like I would have I kinda assumed that it was already done or pretty close to being done. Um but yeah, I mean, you know, if they still have stuff they need to do or film or whatever, it's like uh it's a bummer, but yeah, <laughs> you know, better that uh you know they wait and play it safe. Uh and then we get it when we get it. Yeah. Speaking of pandemic-related things, though, uh, mm-hmm. Scream Five, or whatever we're calling it, has mm-hmm. actually, within days of starting shooting, has three crew members who have tested positive Jesus. for the thing, which we still can't see on YouTube. <laughs> but you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, so, interestingly, though, they're not actually shutting down production. They're they're going to be continuing on Monday as planned. And you're probably thinking, that sounds really irresponsible. What are they doing? Well, it turns out that they've kind of arranged it in a way where everyone's working kind of in pods. So <laughs> the, the three people who who have been, you know, tested positive, like that pod's not going to be back to work on Monday, but all the other pods, including the main pod that has the cast and all that in it, aren't affected. So it actually sounds like they, they kind of arranged it, rearranged production in a way where they can kind of have people in any separate groups in case there's a breakout somewhere. They can kind of be like, okay, yeah. these groups can still keep working. These groups will be back in a couple of weeks when they've been cleared and quarantined and all the rest of it. That's kind of smart, I guess, but... Yeah. I mean, I, it makes sense. Um, <laughs> I still feel like, uh, I don't know, like, maybe just wait. <laughs> but, I mean, whatever. I, I mean, People I, really I, want to get back to work. Yeah, I think at some point that the people just have to get back to work and keep making things again. Um it's gonna like be like so morbid though like imagine if someone like dies oh like, yeah that's good. like <laughs> i don't know like it's gonna be weird watching the movie you know knowing that like wow this movie sucks and someone died because of it <laughs> yeah that said though there are movies where a stunt person died like in a stunt and sure, sure. I, I don't know if that ever really enters into our thought process too much when we're watching the movies themselves i, I mean when it's like a high profile thing when it's like the star of the movie mm-hmm. like obviously the crow is you know the big example of that like it, it's hard not to think about that but yeah i mean if it's you know uh a, a movie where maybe it's um you know like some more random person that you don't really know or have heard too much about then yeah you might not think about it but yeah it still sucks <laughs> oh yeah of course so 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess the other way to look at it as well is that all the people who work in the movie industry also need to like earn a paycheck as well, and they've not been working mm-hmm. for several several months. So, yeah. arguably, there is a reason why they would want to do this. It's not just the studios being greedy assholes and saying, "Hey, you'll oh, have sure, to work." Sure. Like, there's there's a reason why the people working also want to get back to work as well. So. I mean, I, yeah, I don't know if I, everyone's on board. Maybe there are, there are some mm-hmm. people who still say, you know what, I'd rather play it safe. But, I mean, presumably they're still just sitting out. If they can afford to sit it out, then presumably mm-hmm. they are. But I, I don't... I mean, yeah. who knows? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, like, totally. I Yeah, I don't really blame the uh, movie people as much as, like, you know, are just, you know, not to get too political, but just, like, the government really mishandling it. And, you know, I... I obviously i don't really have any big answers but i'm sure there's you know ways that you can offer like you know relief and stuff to people and kind of you know like freeze brents and all these different other kind of things to you know, make people make sure people can quarantine safely but um nope <laughs> haven't really been doing that so thanks <laughs> well all, all of the lockdowns are starting to happen again because we're you know we're hitting second wave Surprise! One of the biggest movie theater chains in the UK this week said they're they're basically shutting completely until April because Bond mm-hmm. being delayed was kind of the, the nail on the coffin of their business, and they're legitimately just getting rid of like five thousand staff members. Jeez. <laughs> like yeah. it's just so we're 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 in a rough place with this stuff for sure. <clears throat> yeah. It's uh, it's yeah, that's what it is. So uh, that is Scream. Just a little bit of production stuff there. Uh, so moving on to some other stuff that's going on. Abigail Bresling and Thomas Jane. Bresling, of course, from Stream Queens uh, and, and Zombieland. She was a kid in the first one and then an adult in the second one. <laughs> Although I've not seen the second one because yeah, I didn't really to. care. Yeah, you know, I wasn't yeah. a big fan of the first one. So they have joined a film uh, which also stars Malin Ackerman, who was already announced for it. Uh, it's a comedy horror called Slayers. Okay. Now I wonder, will they be Slayers, <laughs> as in Vampire Slayers, much like the hit television show mm-hmm. Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Let's find <laughs> out, shall we? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the film follows a group of internet influencers who are drawn mm-hmm. to a reclusive, seductive billionaire's mansion only to find themselves trapped in a layer of evil vampires. Yeah. Hey. The only way out is to be saved by a famous online gamer. <laughs> what is this movie? A famous... <laughs> is this like a Twitch star comes to save them? <laughs> um, and an old school vampire hunter. Uh, played by Thomas Jane. So, uh, okay. I thought Thomas Jane was one of the influencers. <laughs> no, I think he's the old school. I think he's okay. a bit too old to be a... An influencer. Uh, sure, see in like 30 years when we're all like that old, like yeah, there'll be influencers who have aged up and we'll have like 50, 60 year old influencers who are like, I remember in my days when Twitch was just brand new and yeah. all the rest of it. And Tim still won't have figured out how to stream anything to Twitch. Uh, no, not at all. <laughs> although people, I was, I was trying to talk about doing some co-op streams soon this mm. week, so it may happen. I mean, he won't be streaming. I'll be the one doing the streaming, but he'll he'll be there on playing and talking, uh, in theory. Yeah, in theory. In the- <laughs> I'm not, I'm not buying the shitty game that I suggested though until he commits to it as well. I'm not I'm not I'm not going to be left with that egg in my face. It's not happening. So yeah, so that, this is them joining the Slayers is the name of the film, and that's the uh, the premise. Uh, could be interesting. I mean, I, you know, big Thomas Jane fan. Uh, it's the 
I mean, the premise sounds kind of cheesy, but I mean, I, given the right tone and like you know, director and stuff, it could be fun. I think both Thomas Jane and Abigail Breslin have proven themselves in the realms of comedy. In fact, hell, Abigail Breslin yeah. has proven herself in horror comedy specifically with Scream Queens. So, yeah, totally. I mean, admittedly, I may be a little disappointed the whole time she's not playing Chanel number five. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. But that's uh, Slayers. <laughs> so, moving on. Uh, ben Wheatley, a director who you may be familiar with, who has worked on Kill List, Sightseers, uh, Free Fire, High Rise, A Field in England, which I actually just watched recently. Um, <laughs> he's actually revealed that he just, he made a movie <laughs> during the pandemic, and it's it's, it's done. Uh, he's actually got uh, the, the remake of Rebecca coming up, uh, which is coming, to, it's a Netflix movie, it's coming out on October 21st. Which is, yeah. is more of a thriller than anything else, but Hitchcock done a done a, an adaptation of Rebecca way back in the 40s, which is a pretty solid okay. movie. Uh, so I, I don't envy Wheatley trying to live up to Hitchcock. That's a bit of a tall order. But mm-hmm. yeah, apparently um, he's also making the Tomb Raider sequel. Okay. Right? Which is a weird cool. tidbit because I've forgotten this because he's such a weird choice for a, like an action movie sequel. You know, if you look yeah. at his movies, they're all these like really gritty little either horror satire comedies they're you know i feel that england was kind of a weird almost david lynch-esque like acid trip you know he's not exactly who i think of when i think of oh lara croft is jumping off buildings and (laughs) cliffs and shooting things but anyway um so yeah he revealed that he shot a movie during quarantine it was shot across 15 days and there is no there's no title yet it's untitled right so uh wheeler describes the film as a response to the ongoing uh crisis the result of the uh, datedness that he perceived in titles released on VOD that couldn't take the new status quo into account. It is a micro-budget film uh, and will be, yeah, coming sometime in the near future. So Ben Wheatley just made a movie. <laughs> cool. <laughs> I, I look forward to watching this movie I know nothing about. <laughs> I mean, are you familiar with any of his other films? Have you seen... Um no i don't think so i don't think i've seen oh, really? you've not seen any of these no, um, i might have seen sightseers if it's one i'm thinking about yeah so the uh, couple goes on like a sort of like road trip and yeah and it's a english movie right yes uh, yes yeah. a lot of these films okay. are because uh i think, think yeah i think uh the exception to that is free fire which was a bit more of an all-star cast mm-hmm. it was probably his most mainstream movie now that i think about it but yeah but uh yeah yeah sightseers I, I i'm pretty sure i saw but yeah i think that's it and yeah i'll be honest i don't remember too much about it uh, i think that's fair enough i think that's fair enough but uh, so i mean i i think he's a talented filmmaker whose films mm-hmm. i respect even though they don't always completely hit the mark for me like i think there's mm-hmm. a lot of things i like about sightseers and kill list and a field in england not so mm-hmm. much high rise uh, but they also, I think, some of them fall a little bit short of being like great for me, where I don't necessarily like where they go plot-wise, but I do think they're exceptionally well-directed. So, I mean, I'm intrigued what he shot out in 15 days, and uh, if anything, I'd imagine it's probably closest to a field in England, just because that was similar, that was like just, uh, uh, that was like four actors in a field, like the whole movie, <laughs> uh, you know. Yeah. So I imagine that was his comparative micro-budget uh, film, so... There you go. So uh, Ben Wheatley's got another surprise movie coming out on top of everything else that he's doing. <laughs> Next cool. up, we have uh, Mickey Rourke and Tay Diggs have signed on to star in 
Mammon, which is directed by Isaac Walsh. Um, the movie follows a struggling young couple who are chasing the American dream and soon realize that their worst nightmare is the demonic spirit in their new home, which is the most generic description of a horror <laughs> movie I have ever goddamn read. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I guess Mickey Rourke and like Tay Diggs are good actors, but I, I don't think they're necessarily like someone that or people that get me excited to watch something, you know? Um, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like, it definitely doesn't turn me off to a movie, but, yeah. <laughs> I'm not like, whoa, the new Mickey Rourke movie. <laughs> is, is Mickey Rourke going to play the ghost of Whiplash from Iron Man 2? Perhaps. He's going to come out the walls and go, I found my bird. <laughs> I found my bird. <laughs> Maybe they'll uh, reprise his role as the projectionist from uh, Nightmare <laughs> Cinema. <laughs> I can't quote anything um, that his character in that movie, can we? <laughs> I like uh, that movie, but that, that those, those wraparounds were pointless. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I like the idea of them, but they ultimately just kind of ended up being nothing. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't know, it could be cool, but again, I mean, just initially hearing about it, it's not like anything too groovy. Nothing too groovy. <laughs> that's the that's the official stance from Tim. All right, last up on the show this week, then we're going to talk about one trailer that uh, popped up this week. Uh, there was a bunch of other ones we could have dived. We got a lot to record today, though, so I I, I kept it strict to the big sort of the named trailer, and that is the Craft Legacy, which also had the news this week that it's coming very soon. It's coming on October twenty eighth, and it's going straight to VOD, and it's coming. And it turns out that it is actually an incontinuity sequel of sorts to the craft so but obviously Which it's just, I, I, I don't think yeah. we knew that before right i don't I, think I, so i was under the assumption it was a remake or i assumed it was yeah i think reboot's obviously the correct term because I, I think it mm-hmm. there's like a little easter egg that ties it into the original film in the sense that it's in the same world this this happened <coughs> 20 plus years ago but all the characters in this are new and everything it's doing is you know it's still replaying some of the beats seemingly uh, but yeah, the plot yeah. of the craft is a new girl in town meets up with three established friends who are into witchcraft, and they end up doing witchcraft together. And it goes too far; they start going more extreme with it, and uh, you know, the, the 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 revenge they take on bullies and things like that starts to get a little mm-hmm. bit dark and violent. And that's uh, the, the basic premise. What did you think of the trailer for the craft legacy? <laughs> uh. I don't- I'm a little bit mixed. Uh, I I wouldn't say I was super excited. There was a, a couple of things that made me kind of roll my eyes, but um, I think there was enough there that I'm kind of, that I'm at least still interested. Um, like, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to give it a chance. Um, it's been a long time since I've seen the original, but I actually did like it, like, growing up. I, I have no idea if it holds up. Um, I mean... I didn't grow up with it. I saw it for the first time, like, a few years ago, and mm. really didn't get anything out of it. It was kind mm. of one of those things where I feel like if you grew up with this and had nostalgia for it, otherwise mm. it's, like, this really off-putting 90s thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I felt really <laughs> yeah. 90s as I was watching it. I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit icky uh, with how 90s this is. Yeah. So, I think that's the weird thing about this, this trailer for this new one, is that say what you will about uh the original it did have a feeling to it, it had a, a style mm-hmm. because it was going for something very specific uh, you know this just looks like any other movie like that's made today the 
Yeah, like the the stuff that put me off on it was like when she like shoves like that guy with the locker. It's like, all right, like I don't want to see like a superhero movie, you know? Like I don't <laughs> like it, it. You know, it seems like any any kind of thing you'd see like when the superhero origin, whether like, whoa, I got powers now, uh, and then like stuff like um, just like literally doing the exact same line from the first movie, like mm-hmm. you know that first movie has that kind of. I guess maybe somewhat iconic part or whatever, where, you know, the person's like, Hey, you know, watch out for weirdos or whatever. Like, like Mr. We are the weirdos. And it's like, they do, it's fine to like pay like an homage to something, but it's like, it's always weird when it, you have a character that's like, Oh, you're just literally saying the exact same thing. Yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah. And then also like, gee, like, I just I can't help but roll my eyes anytime a, a trailer now does a thing where they take a pop song and they slow it down <laughs> to try and be creepy. <laughs> like, know, not that I... it doesn't always work. Like sometimes it's cool and it's like, oh, I do like hearing this version of the song, but it's just like we've seen this so many times or heard it no, so many I, times. I I concur. I, I I do actually like most of these covers they do because like yeah. <laughs> I mean I hated the movie, but the the gallows when that came out or was it the gallows two whatever one it was had the uh, piano slow moody version of Smells Like Teen Spirit, and it's actually a oh, yeah. really good song. <laughs> like, yeah. It's a really good version <laughs> of that song. And yeah. I do think some of these like other epic or slow versions they put in, and it's not even just horror movies, like, it's, uh, every genre is doing this. Like, oh, yeah. uh, it's just like the thing now. We, we mentioned the Tomb Raider sequel, the, the, the first Tomb Raider movie with Alicia Vikander had uh, mm. Destiny's Child, I'm a Survivor, playing, mm. and it was like a slow moody <laughs> cover. It's like, I'm a survivor... I'm gonna make it. Da, 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 da. You know, like, so this is definitely something that they're doing a lot. And just like, it's become a new trailer trope is doing the old song, yeah. but with a, a new sort of moody cover. Uh, I like hearing them, but it, it does make me, I, I, I agree. It's kind of a, a trope at this point in the trailers themselves, but I'm just kind of like, okay, you're doing, you know. Yeah. In this case, it's a uh, girls just want to have fun. Just, uh, but the, uh, I mean, that stuff aside, though, like, there was, um, I think, like, a few bits and pieces that, you know, I, I thought, like, looked kind of cool and looks like a pretty decent cast. Uh, I'm not really too familiar with, you know, the young actresses, but they all seem pretty good. And, you know, I love David Duchovny, so it was cool seeing him in there. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I'm, like, super pumped for it, but uh, I'm also not, like, dreading it. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm interested. I want to see this. I'm not really holding out hope it'll be that good but uh, maybe it'll be like okay at least <laughs> yeah this is a, a bloomhouse film and tell me what you think of this price point tim because this is a uh, okay interesting so this was you know this i think <coughs> presumably was going to be a theater release when they were making it originally but obviously everything in the world happened and they've changed their mm-hmm. minds and said okay we'll put this in vod and mm-hmm. so it's kind of a premium vod so it's so it's a, a 20 dollar rental right so mm-hmm. to go along with kind of other things we did earlier this year with uh invisible man and stuff like that but the interesting part to me here is that so you can have a 48 hour rental for 20 dollars mm-hmm. or you can just buy it for 25 uh i actually think that's pretty good um i i want to say bill and ted i think did the same thing or mm-hmm. I, I don't know if it's the exact same price point but i think it was like roughly similar yeah, it was the idea was just five more to buy it. So it was like, well, you might as well just get it for keeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I mean, I, I think that's totally fine. Uh, I don't buy a lot of movies digitally because if I am going to buy something, I usually <laughs> want like a, you know, like a nice uh, physical copy. But I mean, something like this, um, yeah, I could see myself doing that where it's like, 
okay, I probably won't care about this enough that I want to watch special features, but um, who knows, like a couple of years down the line, like, you know, I might want to revisit it. So I think the extra five bucks is fine. Yeah, it's tough to swallow for me for like a like spending that in a movie you've not seen yet. Mm-hmm. Like it's one thing I feel like yeah. hey, right, okay, it's the, it's the new I don't know Christopher Nolan movie. You know you're a big Christopher <laughs> Nolan fan, so you don't necessarily feel like you're taking a risk with buying it. But sure. when it's up to like this, where you're, it's such an unknown quantity, and you're you, you're saying yourself you don't know how to feel about it, you're kind of excited, but mm-hmm. you're you know it's a little bit more weird to do it in that case. Mm-hmm. But hey, um, like I say, I. I I would probably buy a lot more movies digitally if if they up the the bit rates. That's all I'll say. <laughs> yeah. more, more bit rates, people. More bit rates on streaming and uh, digital rentals and stuff. But um, that's it. Every so often, I do check the four K section of the Amazon sales and stuff uh, for the digital stuff. So, but hey, uh, that is uh, that is the news. Um, that pretty much wraps us up. Um, Later last year when we did these news episodes, we talked about anything we've been watching. Now, Tim, unfortunately, has got such an obscenely ridiculous goal <laughs> for what he wants to watch this year. He's mm-hmm. aiming for 150 movies mm-hmm. in October, which is quite frankly unhealthy. I think we actually have to hold an intervention <laughs> to stop him from doing something this silly. Uh, but it does mm-hmm. mean that there's no way in hell I'm going to sit here and listen to everything <laughs> Tim has been watching. <laughs> because on average, he should be watching, like, what? Like five movies a day. That's thirty five a week. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, it's it, the only reason why I, because I, I always want to try to watch a hundred movies, uh, mm-hmm. but the, and I usually don't end up doing it because yeah, like you know, stuff usually comes up even if I do have days where I watch more or whatever. But, uh, I mean, you know, because of the pandemic. <laughs> I don't really have anything else to do. So, uh, you know, other than the, you know, like the two days a week where I have to go into work or, you know, once or twice every, or, you know, once every one or two weeks where we pick up some groceries. I mean, we're mostly just stuck in the house. So, you know, if we're stuck in there, why not just, you know, constantly be watching movies? All right. What's the pick one? What's the highlight of the stuff you hadn't seen before? What's the highlight from this? week obviously it's not been a full week of october but doesn't matter <laughs> yeah um let me see i would say uh, i i've i've been doing like a lot of rewatches uh so far but um i i mean i still have had some new ones uh, i uh actually I, i've been going through i have the um like old universal blu-rays that are like you know the, the dracula collection mm. and the you know, frankenstein one so um yeah obviously i've seen all the originals but i haven't seen a lot of the sequels so um i watched um the uh dracula's daughter son of dracula and today actually this morning when i got up i actually watched uh house of frankenstein which um yeah i mean obviously not as good as the originals but i do think they are you know kind of interesting and fun to varying degrees um house of frankenstein actually like a lot it's it's, like um because it's like it's kind of stupid but like you know, it's just fun seeing like all the monsters like, you know, in there. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know if like I'm saying necessarily that that's like my favorite or anything, but that was definitely like, one of the newer watches that stood out to me, and I was like, okay, this is kind of cool. That's fine. Uh, I've actually watched one movie so far that's not been for review. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that movie was Cold Skin, which is oh cool. Yeah. Uh, you know, sort of a mer. 
mare, not a mare man, but like a <laughs> aquatic creatures uh, storming a lighthouse and the, the crazy. It's it's kind of odd. Like I was cracking lighthouse jokes constantly as I was watching it. It's kind of weird <laughs> just how much you can kind of like compare the two of them, even though they're very yeah. different in every way, apart from the fact that they're a lighthouse and there's two main characters. But um, that was, was worth watching. It was an interesting watch. There was uh, some. Yeah. I, I I watched that before, um, and I I like the premise a lot. I think it definitely could have been better, but it was kind of cool. Yeah, no, I had an interesting tone. It took itself very seriously, which I kind of appreciated. Uh, it wasn't like a knock at the park though, by any means. But uh, yeah, yeah, not a bad watch, not a bad watch. Um, so there you go. Uh, yeah, that is our first news episode of October. So by all means, let us know what you thought of any of the stories in the comments. Please do like and subscribe, all that stuff. Like is very important on YouTube. It uh, helps us out and makes us, you know, perform better on the algorithm and more people will find us. So it's a nice, easy and free way to support everything we do and help keep all the content coming. You can support us financially over at patreon.com slash TV for as little as $1 per month and get some bonus for your trouble, including an exclusive extra review episode of Streams After Midnight every single month. There's a back catalogue now of about 25 plus movies, so you get access to all of those for that $1. So, by all means, please go and check out that if you want to, you know, get some more streams of your life. Streams after midnight, streams before midnight, streams in the morning, streams in the afternoon. Whenever you want to stream, streams, all streams all the time. <laughs> there you go. Uh, you guys on Twitter as well, at Streams Midnight. But otherwise, that is us. So thank you once again for watching or listening. We always appreciate it. Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we will see you next time.